Hey, welcome to Real Shit with Steph and Seb. Today we're talking about communication and relationships. Relationships, baby. So, so here's something interesting is my dad, when I was first dating you, he told me nine times, nine times out of 10, I don't know how accurate his fact is, but he said early relationships do not work out because of miscommunications. I believe it. Facts. It takes years, years, years to even get to know what the hell you were saying. I mean, think about it. You come from New Holland, Pennsylvania. I come from <laughs> Colombia in South America. Although we do have similar Latin backgrounds, yeah. just because you're Latin doesn't mean it's the same. You know, it's it's like it's like generalizing that because you're German and you're dating an Italian means you have some same cultures. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're you're European, sure, but very like, different cultures. A beautiful example is my tostone is your patacone. Beautiful. Yeah, and th- these are fried plantains, by the way. So and, the, and they taste the same. They taste the same, but to one, but to you it's one word, and to me it's a complete other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, the Puerto Rican dialect is very fascinating because you guys don't roll your R's. So when you guys choppy. say carro, you guys say cajo, right? How carro. do you say carro, baby? Cajo. Cajo. Yeah, but I also heard somebody say the other day that Puerto Ricans raised on the mainland, meaning U.S., that they talk differently than the ones that are raised on the island. That makes which sense. Which is true. That makes sense. But as well as like, you know, I think for me, the accent has changed over the years, the Puerto Rican accent, but... Yeah, and, and, and it's interesting because you even told me that when you first met my family, you could barely understand what they were saying. I could not saying. understand a damn word they said. And, it's, yeah. and we're speaking Spanish here. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. So our yet we we were very similar, but yes, we're very we're very different different in that in that aspect. That mm-hmm. it took you some months to sort of get used to the dialect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I met some Argentinians that it took me a while to really figure out what they were saying. Yeah, hey Boluvo, you know things like that, and it's just like what it's going on. Even um, my, uh, I have a buddy, you know Alvaro mm-hmm. from Spain. España. Even I think he's easier to understand than, than some Argentinians yeah. out there. I've only ever spoke to one Argentinian, and I was like, we ain't speaking the same language, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'd rather speak English. <laughs> yeah, so so it's communication, it's it's such a it's such a fascinating thing because we wanna get we wanna get across, hey baby, can you grab me um a cup of coffee, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a very direct ask. Coffee, yeah. grab, bring it. The, uh, generally speaking, that means the same yeah. to you or me. But when it comes to dating or when it comes to first getting to know somebody, it can get really tricky. The thing is with communication, everybody says, oh, yeah, communication is so important in a relationship. And communication, never in communication. But what the hell does communication mean? Because I could go ahead and be raised in my savage family and, and the way that we talked with each other is kind of direct and cutthroat. And yet, I can come over here and talk to you like that. And you're like, bitch, you got an attitude. And I'm like, this is the way I talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds, it, sounds awfully, it sounds awfully aggressive sometimes. Yeah, and especially in the beginning, he would be like, oh, you're so aggressive. And I'm, it's not that I mean to be aggressive. It's just that the way that I was raised and the way that we spoke to each other was very, it wasn't like, oh, baby child. Oh, baby love. You want coffee? Oh. Yeah, like, an, like a very sweet, sweet yeah, indulging. Me and my sister, I'm like 30. Me and my sister still, could still play fight, you know? We're at each other's throats. Yeah. And that's just who we are, and that's the way we get along. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, which is completely different to you, that you love kisses in your ears. You mm. love me to massage your head. I love caresses. Mm-hmm. So, 
so early on when we were first dating, I remember we're going to share a story that's that's real that's really funny but during the time it was very frustrating um we were we were talking i think it was that week i asked you to, to be my girlfriend we went out to Holy down hell. to the bay yeah and we had a great weekend and then we made it official yeah and then that during that time during that week you were going you had drake tickets and you were going to go with a with a co-worker of yours that yeah. that he was into you yeah. um and I told you, you know, now that we're dating, I don't necessarily see that it's that it's in our best interest now being mutually exclusive to each other that you're going to still have guy friends and you and not that you're going to have guy friends, but you're going to share in, in uh, you know, a night, a with, night a, with a guy with the artist that I like with the with your favorite artist, you know. Yeah. So I, I told you, you know, I don't feel comfortable you doing that. Mm-hmm. And then. Next thing I know, I check up on her like uh, a week I was later. In, I was coming back from Charleston and I was having a sister's vacation. And he met, sends me a sweet message like earlier in the evening. Hey, or like it was a voice memo or something like that. You're like, hey, I hope you guys have a safe ride home. Let me know when you get home. Hey, by the way, what's going on with that Drake? And I was like, hey, I can't find anybody that wants to. Like at this point, Sebastian doesn't listen to Drake. He never heard of Drake. I know crazy. Um, (laughs) but he wasn't, it was an option kind of, I didn't think of him to go. So I was like, Hey, I just want to have like a fun time with somebody that knows the artist and, uh, my sisters that it wasn't a choice to choose one over the other. So I was like, I I mean, at this point it's looking like I'm still going with him. And that's when you lost your shit. Well, cause it's, it's interesting cause I become vulnerable with you yeah. by opening up and telling you. I it doesn't make me feel good but, that you're going to a concert when you when just we just became mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like but, we are dating now. In my past, okay, this is where past experiences and everything kind of come into play. Um, so like previous to this, I had been in relationships where the guys never really cared if I had a friendship with another man. So here coming with Sebastian, who's a Colombian, that's like, yo, that ain't going down here. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what the, <laughs> what, the, what the hell do I do? So, and it wasn't in a way that was jealous. It's a respect thing. And at the end of the day, when it came down to it, would I be comfortable with you going to a concert with another woman? Hell would, no. Would, exactly. But but I, I, I think you didn't, you didn't really see that way back in that no, day. No, at, at that point, I was like, I've been an independent lady for, for a while now. Here I am with a man who's probably like trying to be a machista towards me and tell me like, yo, now ain't the time. And I'm like, hey, oh, woman. hell no. It's, you're not telling me what time it is. I'll tell you what time it is. Hey, yo, woman, you're not going out to date concert. That's that's what's up, girl. Yeah. And I was like, who the hell is he? And then that's when he said, you know what? <laughs> I remember, I still remember that phone call when I come when I came home from Charleston. You're like, you know what? If this is going to continue and this is like what for, I foresee this relationship going like, I don't know if I want to be a part of it. That's right. I, yeah. I didn't feel good about it. it. It was torture. It was torture knowing that you were investing so much time and so much energy into a person and that they're not even considering your emotions. It's like, it's like okay, I tell you, baby, what you're doing hypothetically it's 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 hurting me you raising your hand this is a hypothetical okay you raising your hand causes deep emotional pain towards Mm. me this is an exaggeration guys this is just an example it could be anything pretend that hand is is somebody uh you know creating a pain in your heart and i tell you that and you say okay cool but then you keep doing it 
yeah. you keep doing it and you keep doing it. I only did it once. Let's clarify. Correct. You did it twice. Once or twice. Something along those once. lines. But it, the, the, point, the point being is that the other person is not... It's one... You could give the person the benefit of the doubt, and maybe you're just not communicating in the same, the same, uh, right. the same language. Mm-hmm. M- maybe not knowing better, I would have told Steph, "Hey, baby, you know what? I'm gonna go with you to the concert because there is no way in hell that I'm dating you. and You're gonna go with some random guy." I could have just said that and called it a day, and we would have been done and yeah. over with. But I was more like, "Hey, let me." Let me express myself to you. You know, this causes me pain. Mm-hmm. I don't like well, this. And see, like in my past experience, I had never had someone that expressed themselves that way. So I was like, how's this guy say, like, I literally, we literally just started dating. So I guess, and also he didn't understand my experience with the other guy. Or you knew up until a certain point, And I said, he's just a friend, literally. And that didn't fall right with you, which completely understandable now, us being in this space. But then I would have had no idea that that's what you actually meant. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and it's very true. It's, it's very true. So I think it was just a matter of communicating in the right words that to you makes sense and that to me, I'm still getting the point across. Mm-hmm. So that is such a deep, valuable lesson that we've learned in the past years. It's knowing how to communicate effectively. And, and like you're right, I think a lot of people tell us communication is key. And it's true, but I think we need to. Understand, what does that mean? We need to understand in a, in a practical sense, mm-hmm. not in a, in a metaphorically or a symbolic form. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, now going back to that occasion, how would you? What, well, what would have made th- it easier for you? I think is when we first started dating, we would have had the talk of what did boundaries mean to us. Like, I mean, we had that talk afterwards. After that instance was when we were like, hey, like, what do you feel about lady friends? What do you feel about hanging out with other women or other guys? Um, where do you draw the line as far as social media and stuff like that? And then after that was when we had that talk. I would have had that talk early on before that circumstance happened, but it just happened to end that way. Yeah, yeah, it, it it did, and and I think there are certain certain things that that spiraled or or uh, I guess popped mm-hmm. into our into our existence once we experienced that, like social media, you mm-hmm. know, um, and, and and unique other uh, things of of um, of conflict. But you know, but staying on the communication path here, you always tell me communication is key, but you also tell me delivery is key. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Um. So my circumstance with you or anybody, the way that you tell me something is going to be this. You're setting a tone for the way that you're speaking to me. So if you say, hey, I don't like that or versus I'm like, what the frick is your attitude? And we're going to handle this right now versus, hey, baby, when you do this, I just wish that, hey, we could tone down to this or, you know, if there's another way that you could go ahead, deliver, that's going to come. That's going to completely translate a different way versus you telling me sometimes blunt and cutthroat the way that you have in the past give us give us give us an example baby i'm trying to think of an example from the past that it's like oh the way that you said that Mm. do you think the drake thing was could have been rough or was it rough well when you told me i like i don't know if this is gonna work out i was like you don't know if this is gonna work out (laughs) i already latched on buddy (laughs) <laughs> it's like a leech or like a tick more like a tick no that's not a tick you high as hell if you think that's a tick 
<laughs> oh god, I had a day where I told you I had a take on me yesterday. I went on a hike yesterday and I had a nice big big take on me. Oh god. Yeah, it it was starting. It was really it was like on the cusp of you know it's funny because I was walking, I checked myself periodically as I walk. You're more paranoid about ticks because and I then, think he wasn't raised with ticks. Yeah, and then ten minutes later I stop, I sit down and I check again. And this sucker was on me, and it was. I started flicking it, and it wouldn't move. I'm like, "There's no way this guy's already sticking his head in me." So I kept flicking it, and flicking it. Eventually, uh, <laughs> I got it off me. But those ticks are savages. Anyways, let's let's not get too I'm too not, far off. Yeah, here. but I'm not a tick. So my thing was, uh, I knew Sebastian. <laughs> no, I knew Sebastian was different. I knew that something about him from you know, like me meeting him or me having conversations with him. I was like, I really, I. I really like this mm. guy. I really want to make this work. I want to like, and in my past relationships, nobody had ever challenged me in a way that would ever make me feel like I need to sacrifice for love. I challenge the shit out of you, but you, you challenge the shit. Out of but me. so did you. So did you, and I applaud you in that because you still challenge me every day, mm. in a good oh. way. In a good way. <laughs> 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 but during that time when we were getting to know each other, we were talking for about a few Say months. Six months. Before we, I even made it official. And during that time when we were talking, there was uh, a mystery about it. And, and you know what? I'll be honest. I enjoyed that mystery of not knowing if you liked me or not. I thought that was something, something wonderful. And, <laughs> oh, and we, we would go, we would go on, on hikes or hangs out like once a week. That yeah. was our, like our, our dates. We would go once a week, once the work week was done and we would hang out and, I remember one time I let you borrow a lens and I needed the lens back and the way you returned it to me okay. was so dry. But here's here's the whole here's the whole backstory is that you were We were at uh, your cousin's engagement party. I was photographing it. He had hooked me like in our time of dating, he had hooked me up with gigs, so that would be like my tie back to Sebastian. And so once I photographed his cousin's wedding, I was like, hey, sit down for dinner. And ironically, I had a seat next to Sebastian. I'm like, okay. And at this point, like, mind you, we don't know we like each other. We have been hanging out. There is no kissing. There is no holding hands. There's no sign of affection. There's no, hey, you look pretty. It's very dry. Drying this, yeah, drying the sense of physical, like what like girlfriend and boyfriend nothing do. Nothing would link me to you. I was just thinking that you're looking for a best friend mm. or funny best friend. Um, so, when it, <laughs> so when it comes down to it, I'm like done, we'll like have dinner, we're having conversation. Then all of a sudden it ends and, and there was another lady there and she kept eyeing Sebastian down. I'm like, I, I smell something here. I think that there's a past and long and behold, there was a past and I was right. And so like this girl was like, Hey, let's dance. And like, she's telling him and they're like about to move on the dance floor. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Um, I'm out. He she had, was gone. I I'm, did walk her out. I walked her out. You I gave me a dry hug. Oh, no, no, you, I gave you, you a nice hug. You gave me a hug and you said, wow, what a dry hug or something like that. And I was like, yes, because at this point I'm turned off. Yeah, she's very honest with her so, physical emotions. So at this point, like during this event, he had lent me his lens. And so I ended up having it in my bag. So like here, you know, a week later, he was like, hey, you do have my lens. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to see him. Okay, so here, here's the whole point, communication. Neither did I or you tell each other, hey, I like you, mm-hmm. or hey, um, should we make something of this? And I think that limbo 
it caused us to stop talking and that's when you gave me the lens and that's the last time i heard from you so, or saw you for about a month he tells me hey i need to pick up the lens you want to go to an art show and i'm like mm-hmm. at this point i'm having a conversation like with my mom me and my mom are super close me and my sisters are super close so after every time that we would hang out my mom would be like yo did he hold your hand did you guys kiss mm-hmm. what's going on and i was like the one day i was like i just don't know there was a girl there it seems like they what like had a pass, like I could feel it. And my mom was like, you know what? This is like this has become like the famous line. She's like, I don't know Steph Lopez Lopez to be anybody's friend. And I said, Shit, mom, you're right. So literally this is ironically when I had to deliver the lens. So when I delivered it to him, I was dry as hell. Mm-hmm. Dry as the desert. It was terrible. <laughs> it was um, terrible because from my perspective, I was like, okay, did I do her dirty? Did I do her wrong? <laughs> hell i'm not even dating we're not even like boyfriend or girlfriend and she's already giving me so much shit i never gave you shit i just wasn't i wasn't kudalating you you weren't open like so here's something interesting is there are women out there that lay it all out on the table that would just let you know Mm -hmm. or 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 they're the ones that are seeking you and then there is the the reverse, which is the guy seeking seeking the girl. That's and, what I love. And they're telling you. And Stephanie and I were were used to you know guys telling Steph like, "Hey, I'm into you." Guys were chasing me, and I was and used apparently to... girls were chasing you. So you didn't know what it was to like to be like, "Girl, <laughs> yo, I like that." <laughs> so we were used. To, we, we we literally gave each other our the, the our taste of our own medicine. Yeah. And it's, and it's, again, it is the whole point of communication. It's like, you have no idea this while you're going through this. Like literally yeah. this was like a saga for the longest time being like, we're hanging out. He hasn't said he likes me. Yeah. Yeah. Here I get dressed up and I'm like, he didn't tell me I look pretty. And to me, to me, I'm thinking, well, if, if we're giving each other time in a weekly basis, that's, that's telling each to other be honest, that we I, like each other. I thought you were a fuck boy. Hey. And that's okay. That's why I was like, this all makes sense. That's why he doesn't tell me I look pretty. Um, I don't know what he's looking for because I'm not giving him anything. Just my time. Which is one of the most valuable things. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. that's what I mean. Like, I thought we were into each other during that time. But you could have been like, girl, I like you. And you could have been like, boy, I like you too. I had never done that in my life. I've never done that in my life. I never done that in my life. But but so it's interesting to see how that something so simple these little miscommunications something so simple we could have told each other hey I'm into you you know should we should we make this a thing should we make each other mutually exclusive to each other that we're not gonna talk to anybody else and we're gonna date each other and we're gonna get to know each other you know it could have been that simple yeah no but this continued turned out after this story about a month passes me and him do not talk at all. He goes ahead and he's, he's still... There was a radio silence, guys. And I'm not the type of person to be like, text him like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, no. You want to play games? Let's play games. Yeah, she's well, very uh, she's very strong, very uh, strong, <laughs> strong-minded. So throughout this time of like our gap of not talking, he's still communicating with a coworker at the time who was very close to him. And so he had given, gotten me a gig shooting her bridal shower. Mm-hmm. So I go to Allentown. This is about a month after, you know, we had stopped talking. I go to Allentown. We really connect. I photograph her bridal shower. We're there talking. And she says something about Sebastian. She was like, Sebastian loves Chipotle. She's like, have you ever gone to Chipotle with him? And I said, to be honest, 
I don't talk to Sebastian now. I, heard, I haven't heard from him. Like, I don't talk to Sebastian. I haven't heard from him. And she was like, oh, really? She was <laughs> like, why haven't you guys talking? I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, he plays games. I was like. I play games. Look who's talking. You were playing games left well, and right. Puppy, this was four years ago. Relax. I'm chill. I'm chill. Yeah, I see you. You're going to all turn up about the story from four years ago. So turns <laughs> turns out I go ahead, I photograph her event. This is a Saturday. On Monday, I had already given her sneak peeks. I posted them on Facebook. Sebastian messages me that Monday and was like, hey, I just want to let you know the photos that you took of Sam's bridal shower was, you know, they were great. And I said, oh, thank you. I appreciate you throwing my name out there more than you know. Yeah. And this was, you want to say your little, I, I said your deep little part? I said, I don't think you understand how much I appreciate you. Or how much I... I so uh, you said, could you tell me in this life... I hope that you could let me know in this lifetime how much that meant to you. And I'm ooh, like, oh, shit. I took it deep. And then that's when I was like, Sebastian, you got something to say? You want to say it? And then I said, I basically said in a paragraph... He literally spilled out his gut. I said, hey, I really like you. I've been thinking about you. I've never thought about anybody. I still remember that text. I was like at the courthouse with my mom. We were like paying some thingy and we were down in Lancaster. And I was like, oh my God, mom, he just texted me. He likes me. <laughs> my mom was like, no shit. Let me see. <laughs> it's like a freaking movie. It is. It's a soap opera. Yeah. And then after that was when kind of like we were aligning the, like we knew we liked each other, but then yeah, we were, finally. we were going through different battles as far as like the way that he communicates, the way that I communicate when it, when we would hit conflict, what did that mean to him? What did that really mean to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would we, how could we come back together? I, I'm, I've always been used to a silent treatment kind of effect that I would give off just naturally, not that I mean it. And yeah. that was detrimental to you. Yeah, and I think a lot of the reasons why we didn't clearly tell each other, hey, I'm into you, was simply because, one, it was false expectations that you have lived through through your past of, mm-hmm. like, thinking, guys, this is the guy's role. Mm-hmm. Guys are supposed to tell me that they're into me. And vice versa, that was my my ignorance as well. It's like, well, if she liked me, wouldn't you tell me? It wasn't necessarily but, the role. But, but like, I wasn't even thinking about that. I, I like, was just going with the flow. I feel like you're trained that way. So like your few experiences of having a guy or girlfriend or experiences in high school, like what did that look like? Were you going after girls or were girls coming after you? For me, my story was the guys were coming after me. So I never had to be like, I could bat a lash and I had to have a guy at me. Oh, God. <laughs> And I'm guessing the same for you because you didn't show shit to say be like, hey, girl, I like you. So your early experiences, I believe, train you in the way that kind of you start out your dating life and and how you go about that, you know, for the years to come until you find your person. Yeah, but I think that I think that if you do find somebody you really like, like, let's say you're listening to this now and and you are dealing with that. You should just be honest with the person and tell them your feelings, because I think that's only going to help either move the situation in, in towards yeah. the right direction yep. or it's going to cut it off or it's going to cut it off and it's going to be like you know what I don't have those feelings for you mm-hmm. maybe it's best for us to stay friends or maybe may, oh you know what I do have those feelings for you let's take it to the next level but I think having that open dialogue it's extremely important because lo- looking back at our situation I think we could have saved a lot of tra- uh, drama if we would have just been straightforward with each other drama Hmm. drama interesting not trauma drama I, that's what i said drama okay okay <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um but you know it's one of those things that just you live and learn and it's nothing you nothing really you can do um differently now except you know just apply that, that yeah lesson. if 
if we were to ever do th- like if we ever had the chance to go back, I definitely wouldn't have beat around the bush so much. And I also 30 year old stuff telling 26 year old stuff, Hey, you just met a good looking guy and he has a good family and he has these eyes that glow in the sun. I'd be like, yo, I like you and I want you for life. Ooh, that would have been like, <laughs> and you would have been like, Oh, hell no. <laughs> come bring that fine ass over here. <laughs> um, so it's just these little simple things that you can do. And, and, you know, not now it looks okay. So, so then we tell each other, we like each other and we start dating and then we have a series of just like misfires of like, throughout of, our first of, year of unique expectations and, and false expectations and, and miscommunications where, you know, uh, like we talked about in our past uh, podcast, commu- like communication on time, mm-hmm. what that meant to you and what that meant to me or communication on, you know, what, what do you expect? Honestly, for me in, in a relationship. So th- there was definitely a lot of those, those things, but the most important thing is over communicate um, anything. And, and if, and if you feel, or you think you're not being clear, ask the person to reiterate what you said and make sure you're on the same page. That is just overspill. If you think that you didn't communicate enough, odds are you probably didn't. It's good to have word vomits than there is to not say enough or to not have someone know where you're coming from or for them to have to guess what you're saying. When a person's mm-hmm. guessing, they're assuming. And what does assuming mean? Makes, Makes an, an ass, ass out of you and an ass out of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but I think with life, you, you generally get better. Mm-hmm. You will get better. It's literally lessons learned. Like when you're talking about when you're 19 and a relationship looks a certain way, a 23 year relationship looks a certain way. I mean, all my relationships look differently in my different stages of life. And yet none of them were ever like there. I could never say like, oh, wow, you know, yeah. you did a good job. You were a good communicator. You put in everything you had. No, this is the best thing that I've ever put my time in, sacrifice and to actually know what love means. Yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, is you're just sculpting yourself each day to become better and better and better. That's mm-hmm. that's it. It's it's maturity. It's emotionally stability. It's like finding that stability in your emotions. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It's a, it's a growing and it's and it's. That's what life's about. It's a constant journey of your, of ideally you want to be growing, you mm-hmm. know, not, not going the other direction, but that, that's, that's sort of like our early relationship, how it looked like. So it, it wasn't necessarily rainbows and butterflies. As a matter of fact, our early relationship was more, there was not that honeymoon phase because of all these miscommunications and mm-hmm. all these wrong expectations and, and assumptions. Mm-hmm. It's only now that I feel like we reached more of the honeymoon phase. This past year. Now than back then mm-hmm. you know so my dad was right nine times out of ten relationships don't work out because people don't know how to communicate right or they're just used to a very different way of communication imagine dating somebody who speaks the, wrong, the other language you know uh, it wouldn't work i mean it could you just got to be overly communicated super overly communicative mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but i guess you could even go the there was a first time in our first year of dating that we broke up and it was over miscommunication if you think about it. Go ahead, baby. Give, give us a story. So we go ahead and we're, I think we're about nine months in. We had just celebrated our nine months. Um, Sebastian was working full time at a company called Reeb. Uh, he really enjoyed his job, but it wasn't ideally what he wanted to do. So we're having a, like a date afterwards. We would call him Waco Tacos and we're just talking about life. And I can tell he's not happy. He was frustrated with the day. He had a rough day. 
And uh, we go to like lay on the grass and we're like there looking at the sunset and we're talking about, you know, he's just saying how he just doesn't know where his path in life is right now. And I guess to him, you can speak on your own part, but from what I understood is that he wasn't sure about anything in life right now. So then I remember asking him and as well as like during this time, I would really like if things were not going my way, I press, press, press until he would explode. So I'm asking him, I'm like, you don't even know about us. And he was just at this point, I have already pressed him. It's like gone to the point of like us just talking. Would you say? Yeah. So he's getting frustrated. He goes ahead and he says, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. He's just getting all bent out of shape. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I said, I don't want to be in a relationship that somebody just doesn't know. (laughs) 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 And then that's when, like, it would just be this dramatic thing where he was just like, you know, at this point, he's completely turned off. There is no, you've gone to the point of no return. Yeah. Um, and for me, I'm like, you know what? Take me to Sheets where my fucking car is at and this is it. And so we go to Sheets. He drives me to Sheets. It's a quiet car ride. And I'm just like, I'm just crying out of frustration. Yeah. Um, so then I remember I'm leaving the car door and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not saying a word to him. And then that's mm-hmm. when he says, are you sure you want to do that? He opens the car door and he says, are you sure you want to do this? And I said, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And I close the door. Yeah, yeah, she left. Yeah. She left, yeah, yeah. Then she, she calls me, she calls me, uh, this happened on Friday, and then she calls me a Sunday. Monday, because it was Labor Day. Oh, you're right, it was Labor Day, and she's like, hey, you know, I think I made a mistake. You were pretty upset. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm at, at peace. peace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at peace. Like, no, not right now. Like, this is not the time. Mm-hmm. And then you went, you, you know, we took we took some time apart. Um, we reconnected. You went to Puerto Rico, and from the pictures, it looks like you were miserable. It looks like you were having a good time. Oh, I had a great time. I uh, think it was just the picture that you saw. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You just looked pretty unhappy. And from there on, you came back, and we sort of rekindled things, and and, and we, you know, we we put we put our differences aside, and we rekindled. Um, and it felt right. It felt good. It felt good. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a lot of work. I mean, and it has been a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, this is why we say whenever you're in a relationship, there's no way in hell that you can find a really good relationship and not have to put in the work. Yeah, it's what you, it's literally what they say is what you put into it. Yeah. You have to apply the daily work. It's a it. lot. It's a lot of talks. There's a lot of late night talks. It's a lot of uh, you arguing about the dumbest shit in order to find, you know, the bigger lesson in that and what that means and mm-hmm. what do I have to apply? What do I really have to work on in order for us to have a, a, substantial relationship and one that is not of just of lust or the moment but one that's gonna last yeah and and one interesting thing that that we kind of thought about and this is again time with communication is Mm. text messaging i think living in in today's age is so easy to communicate and we have a lot of devices accessible to us whether it's email text messaging you know voice memos pictures videos so on and so forth um we used to overly communicate through text messages mm-hmm. and it, it was a great thing to an extent you know we used to write paragraphs to each other via text especially when we were first dating and we would get into some deep deep conversations mm-hmm. but eventually that that became 
less and we started talking more on the phone and i didn't like to talk on the phone early hated on i hated phone. talking on the phone I'm he like, told me that he was scarred by an experience and he was like i just can't talk on the phone and i was like well you're gonna have to get over it because i like to talk on the phone i had an ex-girlfriend who who would literally wake me up at the ass crack of dawn and <laughs> she would she she told me she needed to hear my voice the first thing in the morning and to be her alarm clock and to keep the phone on <laughs> while i showered brushed my teeth ate breakfast <laughs> And then same thing to go to sleep. We were talking on the phone. And she needed to hear my breath falling asleep so she could fall asleep. I, it, it was it was too much. That's trauma. <laughs> so so having that experience, I was just jaded from having phone calls. Like unless we really needed to talk about something, I was like, all right. But generally, nine times out of ten, we could have waited until we saw each other in person. And and I preferred that. I yeah. still do to this day. I do, I do generally prefer. The but fall. you've gotten so good. I've, got, I've gotten good, but it, because, it, you know, you told me that what it means to see you and I, you know, took my head out of my ass more or less and, and, and adjusted that part of me. But generally speaking, our phone calls are not long anymore. Our phone calls are to get the you know point why? across and then we hang out and we talk. Why? Because we're at a different stage in life. Amen. We are. Yeah. But the point I wanted to make about the text messaging is that Something so simple of like me saying good morning or good night used to create a lot of fights with us. Mm-hmm. We used to have resentment towards each other back in the day. If one did, well, if it would one never be me. Something. Yeah, if I didn't wake up and say good morning, he'd be like, or you got a problem. And I'm like, no, I just like being told good morning first. Yeah. I was a stubborn bitch. Was. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. No, we can all be stubborn in our own ways. But yeah, this was something that created it, created trauma. For, uh, just issues for us but we're just stubborn and immature because at the end of the day it's like when you think about it now it's like he says good morning oh i say good morning okay why was it such a big deal then who knows yeah and and it was, i mean but this is years this is years of practice so mm-hmm. so if you're out there and you're dating somebody for the first time and it's like you're a week or two weeks or three weeks in you know like one thing is always pace yourself. Don't burn, don't burn stages in relationships. And we can have a whole podcast about stages in relationships. That's a whole other subject matter. But yeah. overly communicate, overly tell somebody if you're generally, hey, look, I'm into you. Mm-hmm. I'm generally, I think you're a great person. I I love talking to you. And I feel like your your gut knows it. Like early on, I've I've had like a serial dating past, but something with Sebastian is like I knew genuinely. I'm like he's such a good person. I could. Mm. And I didn't feel that way about, like, a lot of guys. I didn't feel that way ever. I mean, like, I would have, like, little, you know, little flings here and there. But it wasn't like, oh, wow, you know, yeah. like, this guy. This and it. I feel like I would be like, yo, this is a game changer. Yeah, I remember I was the first one to tell you that I loved you. That was the first time in my life I ever told a woman that I loved her mm-hmm. before she even told me. And I was like, damn, this feels right. This feels good. And that was, like, three months yeah, July. we had been yeah. talking six three, months, so it we, probably we was talking, like around nine but months. For, but, but for dating, for dating wise, mm-hmm. it was like three months. Um, but yeah, it's these it's these little small things that eat up at your relationship, yeah. especially early on. So it's important to nip in nip in the butt. If you have an issue with something, say something. Mm-hmm. It's better to have a fight or disagreement early on. And then wait for lifelong, right? And then wait six year, two years, three years, something, and then say it bothers you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you feel it in your gut and says, you know what, this bothers me. 
like like you say, baby, delivery is it's important. If you have to write it down, write it down. Whatever you got to do, do well, it. And this is all at the end of the day. It's is you listening to your person and adjusting yourself to the way that they can accept the best feedback. Yeah. So yeah. I can go ahead and say something like, you know, aggressively, but I know he's not going to respond well. So I literally have to fluff it up a little bit make it come across in a way that he's going to understand versus me being cutthroat. You need to pay attention to how your partner receives information and yeah. how they deliver. Yeah. And it's almost and if, like brainwashing. Mm-hmm. What the hell? <laughs> it's like manipulation of the mind. No, you just need to play like, and not play your cards, right? <laughs> you need to really just, it's like observing and realizing how, how well they best receive information and what kind of information and what kind of words do you use? Like I know if I have a heart, like a harsh tone is I'm going to come across well and he'll tell me straight up what time it is. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. And when you know what time it is, baby, it's time to wrap this episode. Up. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, well, thank you for listening. Um, if you guys have any subject things we, you want us to talk about or, or any feedback or any reviews, please let us or know. Tell us or, your stories or, yeah. or maybe your dating stories or maybe some horror stories or some great stories. Likewise, yeah. we would love to hear them and incorporate them into the podcast. All right, guys. All right. Have a good one. <laughs>